All right, welcome, TCF owners and enthusiasts again to season five, sorry, episode five of the TCL Fail podcast season one, going into our second team breakdown. Um, apologies for the breaking episodes. Some vacation was had, uh, both coast hosts part, I guess, just heard Brian was in Miami, so it's fun, and also some uh, laziness by me, so apologies. Uh, you know, this isn't necessarily the order that I wanted to go in for a team analysis, but I think we'll make it work. The only two people on the podcast today are the co-hosts. So, because, breaking down Zilla for real this team. So, are you ready for this harassment? <laughs> oh, I thought you were going from best to worst. You started with Ben and then me next. No? <laughs> hey, you're kind of right in the middle, so I'm not sure how it happened. But... <laughs> okay. But, so, first of all, um, you can say hi. Hey. Hey, guys. And then uh, um, second, uh, you know, like we started with Boss Fight, where did Zilla Ferilla come from? Where's well, that Zilla, name? as a lot of people know, was a nickname from high school that Josh Prusi originated and then bestowed on me and a couple others, I think, after he graduated. <clears throat> and then the Ferilla part is like, I don't know, is that like Ebonics for for real? I thought maybe. I could be wrong, but it rhymes. It's not good. So that's where it came from. I like and, it. Uh, I get to use a little Godzilla uh, icon for my guy, so I haven't changed it ever. It's been the same from the start. Sweet. Oh, I like that. Uh, going way back with the Joss Prusy reference. That's <laughs> right. That's pretty good. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, so, all right. So, last year, um, you finished sixth. And, you know, what I kind of wrote down was, uh, you know, that maybe not want to hear it or not, but you, you kind of backed into the playoffs with the fifth seed. Yeah, well, it's you only finished seven and six. You had a winning record at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean by backing in. You lost the yeah. last four regular season games to get in at seven and six. So what what was happening at the end I of last year? Figure, some injuries. I couldn't figure it out. I I didn't have um, <clears throat> injuries. I, I I what happened I think was that Connor started off incredibly awesome, and then he kind of tapered oh, yeah. off at the end of the year as they used him differently. Brady, same thing. Brady had a real up and down year. Some uh, some yep. games were great, some weren't so great, uh, and so I think that was part of it too. I never got consistency from him. My tight end it was an issue all year. Um, so, and then I and then uh, Emmanuel Sanders got hurt, and Emmanuel Sanders was uh, awesome for me all year. And then after he got hurt, last four weeks of the season, I had no good filling uh. from there. So that's all those things combined. This super annoying losing streak. All right. So what I'm hearing is is bad management. That's yeah, yeah. Hearing. No bench. <laughs> and yeah, the no bench thing that kind of hurts. hurts. But you know what? What what also adds to the 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 insult to the injury here is um, you made the playoffs, but then you got skunked in the playoffs too. Yeah. Well, too. I just want to know about that. After I lost the first round, I didn't do anything for the second game because fifth, sixth place, you won't, there's nothing you can win, get, or anything. In fact, you could probably only get a better draft pick. So me losing that was better than to win it, in my opinion. This is, this is very true. Try. This is very true. You know, so I, I don't mind that justification. I think that's all right. So, but unfortunately, you did lose the last six matches yeah, of the year. So I hope, you, hope you're able to turn it around here yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> next year. So, well, well, let's go into some positives because um, overall in the league, and you've been there since the beginning, your average finishing position in 15 years of the league is 5.3, which is a playoff team, 
and also the number one finishing team for the 14, 15 years that we've been in this league together. Wow. So there you go. There's a big positive. I guess that makes sense. I have the best uh, average winning percentage to that. I didn't know that. That's right. Number one. And um, you also have one TCFL championship back in 2007. <laughs> yes, so, only one so, championship. But, you know, I think I mentioned before, playoffs mean nothing <laughs> to me, only the regular team. <laughs> so just a small yeah. drought there but um but you did beat me to a championship yes. so yeah I, I got my first in 2008 all right so well who did i beat in the championship was it you no you know i, I don't, don't know no because i've never lost a oh, championship okay. game so it wouldn't have been me but just throw that in there uh but you know I, I could go look that up real quick but um and also you know just getting back to kind of more current stuff here um you have according to this the ranks that i stuff that i look at you've got the number eight overall team for keepers anyway but i kind of want to go over some strengths you know some opportunities and, and even look at a couple of trades that you'd made uh and, and give you a chance to gloat a little bit so <clears throat> let's uh first of all do you have anything to to say about your team any uh, uh fun fun anecdotes about um, rivalries you have? Or... Biggest rivalries with uh, uh, Craig, probably, and then second with you, Has probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, um, you know, so there's been some of that. Uh, I, I will say that it doesn't, it makes sense to me I have the number eight keeper team because I am a sucker for the veteran with the big name at the end of his career. Uh, so, like, Tom Brady, I drafted in the draft after he had a terrible year, and Craig dropped him. I was able to draft him. I've kept them and probably as always, I keep them a year too long. So, you know, I don't know if that's this year or next year, but it happened. It's maybe going to happen with him. It happened with Adrian Peterson. I traded uh, oh, yeah. Marco Murray and Doug Martin in their primes. Doug never panned out. DeMarco was good though. And um, traded them both for Adrian Peterson to Craig and then kept him too long. I experienced the New Orleans Saints here with Peterson. So one year too long <laughs> yes. there. And then Des Bryant, everybody knows he never signed, even signed with a freaking team, and I kept him. Um, and so I kept him last year, so I kept his name too long as well. So that's been my Achilles heel. I just keep them until they're totally out of gas. Uh, and, uh, and Jordan Reed. And Jordan Reed, too. too. Yeah, same same Poor example. Guy. So, <laughs> but, well, let's go back to Brady, yeah. though. I mean, because I think, I, think uh, I just read today, unless it was a hoax, that TB's looking to um, maybe extend his – contract a little bit i didn't you read see that? that but uh, i know he, he yeah, stated he's wanting to play till his mid-40s or that kind of thing and he's 41 now i think yeah you got a few more years yeah, left no on him, so. even though he's not yeah he may be not the the best ranked keeper but he still could be a guy for you for the next few years and you don't have to worry about that position because he doesn't get hurt except, except for that, that one year yeah but yeah pretty good well i had written down some strengths here um, you have some incredible running to back depth. So the the two that I I'm guessing you're only going to keep are are just guys that I love. So Alvin Kamara and somehow you picked up James Conner and and rode him last year. But and he's like a, you know a, a number one running back keeper. You know top yeah, twelve. I, I have so to admit I lucked into both of them. Kamara I picked up in one of the last rounds, drafted him in one of the last rounds when he was a rookie. Um, and oh, that was right two years ago. Yeah, who was smart enough or lucky enough to hold on to him through his where he didn't really play that much and then he just exploded. Yep. And then Connor, same thing, I drafted him just to have him for the first two weeks when I thought uh, Le'Veon Bell wouldn't play maybe, and turned out now he's going to be a 
hopefully a number one, um, depending on how the draft goes for Steelers and everything. But um, but lucked into both of them, and uh, it definitely worked out because I, I think I mentioned in a previous podcast, if it weren't for Connor, I would have had Howard all year, and I probably wouldn't even made the playoffs. He was awful. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's probably true. But, you know, talking about the rest of your depth, though, um, you know, Jordan Howard's not bad. Howard's not bad. Um, Matt Breida was – I've drafted him before um, McKinnon got hurt, so that was a lucky pick there. Eckler yeah. actually turned out to be a really good third down back in San Diego. So there's your um, – if you were to keep him, he, he's a guy that you'd want to maybe um, look for a, a PPR-style right. league for us because he's got all the right. catches. So. But then, you know, when uh, Gordon was out, he didn't really do much, you know, so. True. Um, so anyway, that, yeah. that, that the running back position definitely – and I'm kind of a sucker for a three-down running back kind of a – guy so yeah. you know me drafting Eckler and Breda was like really hard to do because of the third down guys <laughs> and even uh, Camara you know he's like supposedly a third down guy but really he's more than that um Connor's more yeah. Connor and Howard are more my style or it's just like almost three down backs or could be um so I've been a sucker for that over yeah. the years for sure curious where um uh Mark Ingram's yeah. gonna go next year if he's gonna actually resign or they'll resign him or they'll let him go somewhere else. But, you know, after that, I mean, I don't know about Kamara's size or, you know, his durability, but if he does, there's your three yeah. down back. Amazing. They give it to, they give it to him really on the goal line. They give it to him on first down. They just kind of use him whenever. No, more thing I'm worried about yeah. that is what happens when Breeze retires. True. Yep. And then you got lots of problems for Saints players at that point. Yeah. So, um, all right, well, let's, let's move on wide receivers. Um, You've got, you know, my probably my favorite wide receiver of at least the time I've been playing fantasy football, Julio Jones, who you acquired from me. Well, I remember you drafted him and so, you were mocked for it. And I was, yeah. Number one yeah, overall, I think. Yeah, I one took or two, and, and he's been amazing. And, yeah, I paid a steep price for him. Um, but one thing I want to note about that, so I traded Amari Cooper, who I've never really loved, even though he's had a big potential all the time. And he's still really young. Yep. Um, and then he, of course, destroyed me in the playoffs. Uh, retribution <laughs> gave him 40 points or some crazy thing. And then um, I traded my first and second round of last year with Amari for Julio, yep. which was a, a steep price. But here was part of my reasoning. I am a terrible early-round drafter. Terrible. I think uh, last year when I had two picks, I drafted Martavis Bryant for this when he played on the Steelers and got suspended. And he did and play. some terrible Baltimore running back. I don't even remember the name of who did they start a couple of years ago. It was a I don't know. It could have been Kenneth Dixon mm, or before him. Before was, that, um, even yeah. came from another team. Came from Cleveland, maybe or something. Terrence, Terrence okay. something. Oh yeah, yes, West. West. Uh, I drafted him in, in <laughs> yes. the first round, and Brian in the second round, and they were awful. And so I was like, "Screw this! I, I'm terrible at drafting, so I'm going to trade them all for someone good like Julio." So that was part of my analysis. And then I, you know, I think it's worked out. I I love Julio, and I, he's still going to be a good guy for the next yeah. few years at least. So you know, when Julio came in, when I drafted him, it was Roddy White there, right? And so he he was always the you know the Julio to the Roddy White, and now it's like Calvin Ridley's like the Julio right. to the to he's the Roddy, Roddy White now, which is <laughs> so he's getting up there in age. But um, 
damn good player, though. I'd love to have him back. But I don't think that's uh, happening. Started scoring touchdowns this year, which was always a knock on him. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was like the first eight games he didn't score at all, and then the 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 next eight he had like seven or eight touchdowns or something. So, yeah, too bad that didn't didn't uh, help you too much in the playoff run and stuff. But I've gotten kind of lucky later half of the the draft, like Kamara and uh, Brady, and then Emmanuel Sanders. Who, who didn't hit the radar on many people, but he was really consistent in those first eight weeks and like a touchdown and a hundred yards a lot, which was not expected. I drafted him in my fourth huh. pick or something like that. And he was a great compliment to yep. Julio for the first eight. And of course, as you mentioned, I fell off a cliff, but, um, but, uh, but for running back <laughs> for wide receivers, that was great. Now, what am I going to do? I don't know. Manuel's hurt. I don't know. Yeah. It, do you, still, him. you have a man new Sanders, him. don't you? Oh yeah. I thought you dropped him. Okay. So yeah, I was like, he's, he's like on my list. So eight or something like that. Okay. So what do you think? Uh, you don't have to give away any secrets here, but what do you think about your number two keeper wide receiver? Yeah. So I picked up uh, at the end of the year, I picked you got up options. In Cooper cup and Will Fuller because they were both hurt yep. during the year. Nobody had them anymore. And then uh, Deshaun Hamilton, who's I thought was going to take over for Sanders, but then Denver picked up Sanders' option, so he's coming back. And then yep. uh, Chris Godwin's terrible, so um, so it'll be <laughs> Cup or, or Fuller. I'm kind of leaning Cup at this point, but um, but I don't know. I, I just I yeah, know. I think that's that's definitely the two that I'd be debating to be between two. You know, with with Fuller, he just has this thing with. Um, Sean Watson for some reason they like to hook up for an 80 90 yard touchdown so that's, that's kind of a nice yeah, little feature to have he gets hurt consistently so yep how about tight end what tight end was there? terrible again same thing I picked up Jack Doyle because um, I just frustrated Reed all year I thought Alex Smith was going to make Reed a superstar because he was so good <laughs> with Kelsey and all this stuff and they did not connect all year and so um, and Reed gets hurt all the time it hurts when you break yeah, your leg too, but even during the first part of the year he was awful I don't know what I'm going to do there either. I might, I could just flip a coin for those guys and and keep one or the other. Jack yeah. Doyle, I thought might be okay because Luck seems to like his tight ends, even though Ebron emerged there. That maybe Doyle was hurt a lot, so I thought maybe he's got a potential. I think Doyle's probably the more consistent guy. Ebron is so touchdown dependent. Yeah. So maybe Doyle will emerge again, but. Uh, I don't know. For for tight ends, I just like to stream that position anyway. Even even in our our kind of redraft keeper league, it, you know, it's pretty easy to find a tight end that has a decent yeah. matchup well, to stream. Past year, there's only two or three good ones, so that yeah, exactly. Everybody else yep. is crap. So okay, all right. Let's talk a little bit about um, some opportunities you might have. You know, I, I, we already talked about it a little bit, but you know, does I put on here? Does Brady retire? Doesn't really sound like he will now. But it also sounds like you might ride him out until yeah, he does. It doesn't sound like he'll retire. And um, I guess if he's not retired, why not keep trying? You know, he's he's shown where he can have a down year and then just be amazing the next year. So, yeah, I think it just really depends yep. on their scheme. And this year they went with Sony uh, more than anything. So, um, I think it's possible yep. if they sign a big receiver or something. I know they were looking at one. Gordon helped him out a lot, you know, for a little bit. And then um, – if they're looking at another receiver trading for a receiver, that might be that might be a big difference. They usually do something like that. I mean, there's there's a couple of good free agents out there right now with Golden Tate yeah, and Tate, Antonio Tate, Brown, yeah. but yeah, but I, I think Antonio Brown they won't let him get traded to the no, Patriots. I, so. <laughs> I don't think the Steelers. Speaking of Antonio that. Brown, I drafted him as rookie year, I remember, and so that was one of my wow, good, uh, really good picks, and then nice dropped him, of course, but um, that would have been nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think we all have those stories. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm curious what's going to happen with him this year. I mean, I, the the chatter that I'm hearing is Raiders. Ooh, that would so, be a career killer. Everybody goes to the Raiders to die. <laughs> no, I, that's exactly what I think too. I want to, you know what? I want him to go to the 49ers so that my keeper quarterback decision is made, so which we'll talk about uh, in a future okay. episode. All right. So, yes, sir. All right. So, uh, you know what? You don't, we already talked about some of the opportunities you have. I think you got good running back depth. Um, I, w- I would love to get, you know, Howard or even Brita as my third or fourth mm-hmm. running back. I mean, if you could keep those four guys that you got at running it. back right now, that'd be actually pretty nice. So you're looking at probably a couple of the top two round picks next year in Howard and Brita, maybe even Eckler. So, all right. Hey man, let's, let's talk about our trade right. a little bit. Um, so off season last year, um, you sent, like you said, Amari Cooper, who now with Dallas has be, maybe become something. Um, the 110 and the 210 to me, which actually, so let's go over that 110 turned out to be Sony Michelle, mm. um, who then I traded for this year's 2019 108 and Kenny Galladay. Mm. So, uh, and then um, this is a comical part of it 210 was Jameson Crowder. Who's absolutely worthless. So, so here you go. So that, that is, um, that is plays into exactly what you were saying about, um, being able to draft in the top two rounds of, of, of our, um, whatever you call it, even rookie draft. It's just, um, you know, our keeper league draft. Uh, it's, it's tough to find guys. Um, Sonny Michelle's not bad. Um, if I, if you would have proposed Amari Cooper, Sonny Michelle, and a first rounder in 2019 and Jameson Crowder for Julio, I probably would have done it. Yeah. So I was even going to say Cooper um, and uh, Cooper and Michelle for Julio in a keeper league is probably pretty even. Yeah. And then the first round pick on yeah. top of it. So yeah, who knows? Maybe I'll turn one away into a piece of junk too. Well, and Galladay is, a, <laughs> but he's a hell of a keeper. Yeah, I well, he's going to be my keeper, yeah. I think, as we'll talk about in in future yeah. episodes again. Um, but but so I, you traded those guys for Julio and the seven hundred one, and honestly, the seven hundred one was probably a, a better pick than my two ten, which was Naeem Hines. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I predicted so, Naeem would be the Camara of twenty nineteen and for twenty eighteen. Yeah, that turned out to be true, but he did get some stats. He did. So it actually turned out to be pretty even. Um, as we talked about when we played each other, I think Julio actually went off too. He had a couple touchdowns and a hundred yards, um, but not quite as much as Amari had. <laughs> <laughs> so that, um, uh, that was Amari kind of a funny retribution on you. Yeah. Yeah. Like 250 yards and three touchdowns or some crazy and number one like was that. Overtime or something. And I, I remember yep. we were going to um, look at Christmas lights that night and I left, I thought the game was done and I was going to be ahead by a nice margin going into Monday night where Kirk Cousins threw the garbage touchdown to Devin Cook to win for you. <laughs> to dagger uh, you. To dagger me, but um, – and I thought, oh, I'll be good. And I remember, like, stopping to look at lights or something, checking my phone real quick. Oh, he scored another touchdown. Oh, shit, he scored another touchdown. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, so, so that was yeah, yeah. an amazing second half in overtime. Yeah. So it was all yeah, it was all in the second half. You're yeah, right. If it weren't for uh, so. if it weren't for <laughs> Philip Lindsay getting hurt and making Steve lose, that might have been the bigger story. So very true. All right. Well, there we go. I think we've uh, talked enough about your team. 
um, you've given away enough secrets for me to yeah. be able to draft better next year. So yeah, I don't take that. my advice. I draft. <laughs> All right. Well, well, there you go. Um, episode five, I think, is in the books. And thanks for lending your team for some yeah, analysis. Thanks for having me. All right, there you have it. Thanks, Zilla Ferilla, for coming on, sharing your team. Uh, looking forward to doing some more. Obviously, that was number two of 12. Uh, Steve, hopefully, be able to get you on next. Uh, Going to reserve my team, hopefully, for a, a, a dull time or somewhere we can't really get anything scheduled. So, uh, not that my team is very exciting anyway. So, looking forward to doing the rest of them. Uh, again, always find us on Twitter uh, at the TCFL Podcast. Uh, at the TCFL podcast, you can always get at me there, um, or er- at Eric Toft, um, at Toft Brian is Zilla Farilla. Uh, the other way you can reach me is through email, which nobody's ever emailed me, so that's pretty cool. Uh, the TCFL podcast at gmail.com. So go ahead, send in your stuff. Um, even through Anchor, I think you can get just send um, voicemails or or things that you want um, on the podcast. So go ahead and try that as well. Podcasts available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, and um, all the different podcast networks that you are so inclined to subscribe to. So go ahead and subscribe. Keep listening. Um, again, we'll have more coming up. So thanks again.